Lost, and I will never watch Lost. My friends Rachel Rakoff and Phil Davis love Lost. It's, it's pretty good. So good. It's pretty good. It's excellent. It just is so excellent. And this is Lost in Translation, a podcast where they explain Lost to me episode by episode, and we are immediately picking up uh, with the, fin- the final hour of season two of Lost. Yeah. Uh, well, this is my the, god. The final. Why is the show still so? Why is there still so much of this show after season two? I, it gets better. It gets pretty good. It gets better and it changes dramatically yeah. after this episode. Um, so we're, we're picking up right where we left off. So this is season two, episode 24, technically. But it's with Ghost yeah. of 23, they're sort of one episode. And it's called Live Together, Die Alone, part two. So really it just is the whole... So just die alone. <laughs> Very dark. I mean, you can do both. The the whole thing is just one thing. Like they're not in. They're not inclu- exclusive. <laughs> um, when okay. you phrase it in that particular way. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I know. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna jump in here, uh, and timers on and. Let's go! Charlie leads Echo through the jungle, but seems a little lost. Um, not not an intentional pun. I wrote, uh, Charlie and Echo go look for the dynamite that yeah. loves to explode. Yeah. Charlie brings him to the dynamite, warning him that it's very volatile, and he doesn't want to end up like Dr. Arst, America's greatest hero. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to fucking mention Arst. Yeah. Ugh, he will find a way to never stop. Um, but yeah, that remember this dynamite, this... I almost said dinosaur. That's not right. This dynamite loves to explode. I mean, if you could find a dinosaur that loved to explode, that would also be pretty good. (laughs) Down in the hatch, we then see Charlie and Echo uh, down there doing dynamite stuff. Charlie tries to to bring it over. Charlie tries to talk him out of this extremely dangerous plan. It's like, this is very stupid. Yeah, what if he hurts them? What if he destroys the computer? Uh, Echo is determined. Yeah, he's he's trying. He's like working on prepping yeah. the dynamite. Now. Charlie bangs on the door and warns uh, Lost that Echo plans to Lost? use the dynamite lock, lock whatever it is. <laughs> he, um, warns, he warns the television. He warns the show of Lost mm-hmm. uh, that Echo's trying to blow them up. Uh, Locke looks very concerned at this, but Desmond's yes. like, "This, let him try." It's a blast door, dude. Like he's gonna have to do something way worse than that to get in here. Desmond's very, very confident. That yeah. Locke asks him if he's sure, and Desmond turns and looks at a crumpled piece of metal fr- metal furniture and says, "I'm sure." Yeah. Flashback. Desmond's up to his old tricks. Earlier in the hatch time, we see Desmond, Desmond hot wiring the like lockdown. What, being in jail? No. no. Being what are his hatch? old tricks? I, we're good, we're, it's okay, 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 okay. <laughs> we see Desmond hot wiring the console to bring the lockdown doors down. Which he did. Like he just oh, did. He just did that. Um, okay. So they, they trigger a fake lockdown. He's up yeah. to his very recently established yes. tricks. They're Antics. super old. Wicked old. The it oldest was, tricks in the book. It was sometime <laughs> in the past three years. The oldest tricks in the book starting three minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
in the main room, the other guy, like, smiles when he hears the door coming down. Kelvin, the other guy. Yeah, it, the, it comes down on... A big metal cabinet. Like, this big metal cabinet that I don't know why they didn't see before. Maybe they were in the wrong room. Yeah, they were. They were in the that's main room, right. not they the computer room. They were in the main room. room, not the computer room. In the computer room, there's this cabinet that's, like, weird and crumpled. Because they've clearly done this before. Yeah, th- this is when they do it. Uh, the The door comes down on this big metal cabinet and it crumples, but keeps the door from closing. And Desmond can just kind of duck under it and it's uh-huh. fine. Mm-hmm. Um, in the main room, Kelvin prepares his invisible painting ink, which is derived somehow from laundry detergent. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he does that, but it's pretty cool. And then he goes to work mm-hmm. painting that map that we saw on the blast door. Yeah, so now we know who, who painted the, the weird and crazy map yeah. thing. I mean, I bet that's because there are certain laundry detergents that include, like, ultraviolet reflective, like, bits to make your whites look brighter. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Maybe they, like, protect against... Yeah, okay. I'm very impressive that I figured that out. No, that makes a lot of sense. And remember that stuff. You know, glow-in-the-dark technology has really come pretty far since when we were kids. I just want to mention this because I recently got a glow-in-the-dark shirt and it looks real good. And Can I, you hear it looking good? No, I'm not <laughs> audience. I'm not See, no, I have a story about this because um, a little while ago, MeUndies, who does not sponsor this podcast, <clears> but <throat> if they're interested in it, uh, they for Halloween they're like, "Oh, you can get a glow in the dark pair of underwear," and I was like, "Sweet, that sounds awesome." Guess what? Doesn't really see enough light yeah. to like absorb any glow in the dark stuff. Maybe when you wear it, your <laughs> your underwear. <laughs> Phil just did this amazing little like head and shoulder stance that it's I called really attitude. That I really, really wish our audience could have seen because it made that comment. And I never really, like got the underwear and put it on and was like, oh, cool. And then like went to get the rest of the way dressed and was like, oh. <laughs> it's for people who hang out in their underwear a lot and then in the sun well, and then also in the dark. Light. Yeah, yeah. And then and also, then also in, the in the dark. Yeah. Uh, in the yeah, he's making invisible ink. He goes to work painting the map. Um, he tells Desmond that Rosinski, his old partner, taught him how to do all this, and he was much better at painting the map than he is. Yeah, they were um, they, like this map has been being has been it's a long worked on for a really long time. Uh, history you, to work. Yeah, it's important to note also that they can't see it. Yeah, like, they're painting in like regular light, and he's like standing really close to the door and looking at the glancing angle to see like the way that the ink reflects light differently than the base door. Uh-huh. So that's how he's seeing it. Yeah, because uh, the, the black lights aren't on. Yeah. Desmond asks why... Why do they make it invisible? Is that what Desmond's about to ask? Yeah. No. No, um, he's not. It, it does light up all cool when you're in lockdown mode. Okay. It's not. It's not clear. It's not addressed. It's not clear. Okay. And, and uh, you know... They maybe. do... There are a lot of overt paintings in the thing, in the hatch, like murals that they've painted on the walls. So yeah. that's a very good question. Uh, Maybe they're all out of paint. You know, this hatch has been here for a long time. Might be out of paint. Not uh, out of detergent, though. Yeah. Nope. Well, it comes they're about to be. <laughs> Clothes are going to be dirty as hell. Um, Desmond asks why Kelvin won't tell him what happened to Rosinski, his old partner, and Kelvin finally relents. He points out a stain on the ceiling and tells Desmond that Rosinski shot himself. Um, Kelvin Ooh. says that the worst part of this was that he only had 108 minutes to bury the son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, you couldn't clock. take a break? From the clock? From, from the button? No one was no, there. from burying the guy. Oh, yeah, that's... I mean, I guess he could have, but, you know, maybe he did. It's, we, we, will we can't have nice lines. <laughs> um, 
Desmond tells Kelvin that he too will go crazy unless Kelvin lets him go him out. Whoa, let's lets him go outside him for go once. Outside and, and leave. Kelvin tells him it's too dangerous out there. Kelvin's been making all these trips to the surface uh-huh, to, um, like, to like get the food and like go see what's going on, but he never lets Desmond go. Get food when it drops. I yeah. mean, not just like yeah. go scavenge ma- mango hunting. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin, uh, Desmond says that like he was in the army. He knows how to handle himself. And Kelvin says, uh, he points out that uh, Desmond was kicked out of the army for not following orders. We then hear Kelvin say that he was also in the army, but left, but he left because men followed his orders. Oh my god. <laughs> but then Sorry. he joined the Dharma Initiative. He seems Hooray. very dismissive of the Dharma that, Initiative. He's like that making fun of it. Good old Dharma Initiative. Yeah. Uh, Desmond asks him again to let him go out and get the food, and the guy says, No, you stay and push the buttons. That's an order. <laughs> that was very malevolent right yeah. <laughs> really dark laugh Sorry. well it's a really dark thing of him to say um, back on the island Charlie warns Locke once again that he's about to get blown up he goes back to Echo and asks him like what if Locke is right that this is all Maybe fake this is all fake you don't know that basically Charlie doesn't want to be in a situation where exploding is going to yeah. happen Echo then does a weird sexual assault where he pushes Charlie up against the wall and, like, undoes his belt and takes it off. That's true. And <laughs> in that moment, everything's a little bit weird. Yeah. And okay. then he throws the belt across the hall and it gets sucked up against the magnetic wall really hard. Like, uh-huh. really hard. Yeah. And Echo's like, do you think that's fake? Um, um, Charlie. That's not a very compelling argument. Doesn't, well, Charlie doesn't really know what to do. Yeah, with Charlie. That. The magnet thing is new to Charlie. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has he hasn't experienced that before. Yeah. So he's just sort of like, mm, whoa. Yeah, Charlie goes to retrieve his belt and tells Echo that they're in a very confined space, which makes explosions much more dangerous, which is extremely true. Yeah, yeah. like they. This is yeah. this is a bad idea. At this point, he sees that Echo has lit the fuse and runs for his life. Yeah. Echo uh, takes some kind of weird shelter by ducking behind a wall or something like that's gonna work. Yeah, um, mm. nothing is good about this. Charlie is just running at, as far as he can mm. away from the, the, the blast thing. radius. And then the bomb goes off, and, and the, Charlie's, like, running from the flames, like how they do on uh, TV. Yeah. yeah, the flames and explosion light it up. It's funny yeah. that they do it like how they do on TV. Yeah, innovative. Because, yeah, because yeah. it's on TV. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. we got it. Do you get it? Because Lost is a TV show. Oh, shit! You're right. Bang. Right on. Lost anyway. title card. <laughs> I, there's not really a title card there, though. Cause Fine. If it was making a joke. If there was no, one. There, well, there was. Oh. Anyway. There, I wasn't. Oh, there was? Yes. Oh. There was in the in the chopped up version, but probably not on TV when it aired. When it aired. Flashback, Desmond. Um, the, the one minute alarm wakes Desmond up. He apparently was asleep. Yeah. He shouts for Kelvin. But he doesn't, Kelvin doesn't respond, so Desmond uh, has to put in the numbers. Yeah. Once he enters the numbers and the buzzing stops, he hears Kelvin singing drunkenly from beneath an access hatch in the floor. I thought it was above. I might be getting my locations in the hatch wrong. I believe it's below. Okay. That makes more sense than it being above. Yes. Okay. Uh, Desmond goes down there to find Kelvin with a special key near some kind of terminal, um, and Kelvin says, I couldn't do it. Apparently, there's an explodey button. Yeah. Desmond asks him what he means, and he says the key is the failsafe. It's the only other way out. Uh, Kelvin describes the magnetic anomaly as geologically unique, um, like mockingly repeating something that the Dharma Uh Initiative told him. Mm -hmm. Um, He says every time they push the button, they discharge the magnetic field before it gets too big. Yeah. 
he says basically the electromagnetism is really bad yeah. and the the button safely discharges like the field the, okay enough of it to, um, to before it gets too big Desmond asks, like, why they have to push it and why they can't just automate this thing. And Kelvin tells him that the real question is whether he has the courage to take his finger out of the dam and blow the whole thing up. Um, because apparently... And it's not, though. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Those are both equally valid questions. <laughs> um, basically, the, the key that he has um, could blow just the whole... Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Back on the island? But... Ke- but- Kelvin could blow everything into a million pieces. Yeah, and and just like discharge all he's, the electromagnetism forever, yeah. and Kelvin uh, couldn't do it though because he couldn't blow himself up. Yeah, yeah. back on the island, uh, Desmond, with his ear to the door, tells Locke that he thinks his friends just blew themselves up. Uh, <laughs> he says uh, they should open the door to see if they're okay. The blast doors totally, totally yeah. held. Uh, but Locke says that he thinks that it was a trick. Um, Desmond asks Locke if he's doing this because he's looking for some kind of thrill to test his mettle. Um, and Locke tells him that he believed it was his destiny to get down here and participate in whatever was going on. And, um, and then that one night, you know, he, he'd given up hope. And then that one night he, he saw the sign. I remember he thought episode 19 was a sign. Yeah, he tells him, he recounts to him the best moment in the history of television when the light turned on in the hatch after Boone died. Uh-huh. Uh, but now he knows that was probably just Desmond going to the bathroom or something. Um, um, cut to the others' camp. Yeah, it's it's kind of bleak, and also Sawyer. Yeah, Locke shows, is very down right yeah, now. Not not uh-huh. not Locke, not Sawyer. Locke seems to not give a shit about whether or not he just blew people up. Yeah. Uh, again, very uncharacteristic. He's really he's really down. Yeah. Over at the others' camp, Saeed makes his way ashore stealthily. They they found their location. Yeah. Uh, he's exploring the camp with his rifle drawn. This is the camp where they, where we saw Michael before. And Walt. And Walt. Yeah. So we, this is a familiar location for us. The yeah, all the like, improvised guns. like yurts. Yeah. Um, he opens doors. All of the huts are empty. He it's, can't find anyone or any evidence indicating a recent presence there. It's completely yeah. abandoned. He makes his way over to the hatch, to like their hatch, which was being guarded by two armed guards. Mm-hmm. Um, he it's, opens the door and finds a cement wall inches from the opening. Yeah, it's not yeah. a real hatch. It's, it's fake. It's just like yeah. the doors of a pretend hatch. As the strike team crosses a big field. Yeah, uh, so, so this is back in the jungle. Yeah. Um, Kate draws their attention to a big pile of something in the middle of the grass. And they go in to investigate what it is. And, and it's a bunch of... The notebooks from the Pearl. No, it's, in, it's the it's the pneumatic. Tubes. Yeah, they're inside all these little pneumatic oh. tube cartridges, and they open them and open a notebook, and it's all like handwritten notes uh, that are really mundane. Yeah, about like mm-hmm. X person got up and moved the and ping moved pong table thing. again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, um. But none of them know about the Pearl, so they don't recognize any of this right. stuff. It's a huge. It's a massive pile of these. Massive things. pile of. It's like weird that they would have this many in their inventory. You think they'd have like enough for like a week's worth, and they'd go and yeah, re- re- the replenish place, them. But, but this is like yeah. thousands of these things. It's mm. weird. Yeah, and it's just a huge pile of like unread, unopened pneumatic tubes. inside yes. the others' camp. No, just no, in the middle of the field, the field, in the middle oh. of the jungle, in the middle of the field, a clearing oh, in the jungle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sawyer and there's like a like tube, this is, as if this is where they just get dumped. Yeah. yeah. There's like an escape tube of where like okay. pneumatic tube cartridges are deposited. They yeah. come out of this thing into this giant pile. But it's just a pile. Yeah. Um, as, Sawyer, in yeah. the distance, then notices a big pillar of black smoke on the horizon. Well, Sawyer also opens one of the pneumatic tubes, and he finds the map 
that Locke drew. Oh. Um, you didn't notice that? No, it's I was like taking notes. Super, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very crucial point. Um, he opens one of these. Someone opened one, and it was a notebook. Sawyer opens one, and it's Locke's weirdo question mark map. So we know that it, it landed yeah. somewhere. It landed here in this in giant of pile of nothing. Yeah. The black smoke on the horizon was Syed's signal. Like, that was their agreed-upon signal. Um, but it's super, super, super far away. They're not anywhere near it. Uh, Jack accuses Michael of leading them to the wrong place, but Michael insists that he wasn't doing that. Yeah. As um, things get really heated, they all start to hear whispers around them. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer gets hit with some kind of dart that makes him convulse and fall down. Like it's a taser? Yeah, it's like a taser dart. Yeah. Um, Jack yells for everybody to, to run, run, which is great leadership. <laughs> um, Hurley ducks and like covers his head while Michael yells and tries to calm everybody down because he's like in contact with the others already. It's going to be okay. No, um, Jack and Kate just run. Yeah. Kate gets hit with a dart and falls down. Jack shoots off into nowhere. Yeah. Because I can't tell where these things are coming from. Jack picks Kate up and starts running, and then Jack gets hit with a dart and makes a face like he's angrier than he's ever been in his life. <laughs> and that anger will propel him. He uh, falls. They, they fall, he falls down. And uh, yeah, the yeah. others... As he's losing consciousness. Uh, he sees the others coming to get them. Yeah. Um... Down in the hatch, Desmond asks Locke for more details about the pearl and the information he found there. And so Locke like, tells him. him the whole thing about it. You know, about how, how betrayed he's been and yeah. mm-hmm. you know, how it's a station where... His whole sad, sad story. Yeah. His yes. whole sad story. Desmond starts freaking out. What if Locke got it wrong? What if the psychological experiment was not on the people in the hatch, but the people in the pearl? Like, was there a computer there? Locke like, says yes. Um, what did right, it do? Which, which I want to say, by the looks of the tubes... And the fact that no one ever fucking read these things. Yeah. Seems to be the case to me. Anyway. Wouldn't you want to read them in order to study them as a psychological experiment? No, but like what they said is, you know, they uh, when they were at the Pearl, they said, you know, fill yeah, out these yeah, tubes, then, send them, and we're going to analyze right. them like right away. Yeah. But there's just a big pile of them that yeah. have clearly not been analyzed. Desmond asks about the purpose of the computer in the Pearl, and Locke, very annoyed, gives Desmond all the logs and tells him that he can read it for the next 19 minutes, which is what's left on the clock. Yeah. Uh, Desmond starts reading. Starts going through, and the these sheets that basically had like the, the numbers, computer yeah. and the word accepted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flashback, Desmond stuff. Ooh, Desmond um, shaves. Kelvin suits up, getting ready to venture outside, and as Desmond shaves. Kelvin asks him why he bothers shaving every day, and Desmond says that he's got to, and then looks at the mounted picture of him and Penny that he has in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelvin says goodbye to Desmond, which Desmond finds strange. Finds a little bit yeah, odd. goodbye? Uh, Kelvin says, yeah, goodbye. Like, See you in a couple bit. hours. Um, <clears throat> at this point, Desmond looks down and sees a big rip in Kelvin's, like, hazmat suit, but doesn't mention it. Um, Kelvin leaves the hatch, and then Desmond, without a suit, follows just him, like but has like a sleeve like a face wrapped cover. around his face. Yeah. Um, once Kelvin has reached a distance from the hatch opening, he takes his breathing mask off. Yeah, and he, he, he takes his, like, all the hazmat shit off, like, right away. Mm-hmm. And... Desmond, Desmond, is Desmond starts... Yeah. Somewhat unsettled by this. Desmond starts tailing him as he makes his way across the island... Uh, near the shore, Desmond sees his boat safely anchored in, like, a natural harbor. Yeah, it's it's there, yeah. his boat. Kelvin then appears behind Desmond and tells him that, like, he used to be a There's spook. some Cloverfield Lane type shit. Well. I, didn't I haven't see actually it. seen it either. So yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 I read the plot somewhere on Wikipedia. 
Um, so yeah, so he sees, uh, so Kelvin sneaks up on him and... And tells him, like, I used to be a spy, like, you can't sneak up on me. You can't sneak up on me. You don't sneak up on me, I sneak up on you! (laughs) Um, he's been fixing up Desmond's boat this whole time, and is about a week away from getting it, like, like, seaworthy. Yeah, he's like, ship-shape? ship in Bristol fashion. Oh, nice. Um, he invites Desmond to leave with him and Desmond says what about the button and Kelvin's like oh who knows if that's even real they're just like casually yeah Um, Um, Desmond is basically screaming at him yeah he's really angry that he's lying to him about everything this whole time Kelvin's like look I needed someone some mark to like stay behind and push the button after I left so it's like so you weren't even planning on taking me anyway uh, Desmond, furious, lunges at Kelvin, and in the ensuing tussle, he, Desmond... He, he, he just jumps on him to basically yeah. attack him. He's mad. Uh-huh. Desmond unintentionally knocks Kelvin over onto a, like, pointy rock. Right, and he does. Well, he's either dead or near enough to dead. Yeah, yeah. he's... Um, I, I would say he's... He's, he's probably super dead. Super dead. He's, he causes his death. Yes. He has a giant gash in yeah. his head, and he's not moving. Uh, in a panic, Desmond grabs the key from Kelvin's neck and sprints back to the hatch. Yeah, he's just fucking... Yeah. Things are not good. By the time he gets back there, the system is already in panic mode, like repeating, system failure. Mm-hmm. System failure. The way it does when yeah. you don't push the button. Yeah. The clock is showing the red and black hieroglyphics, and the lights are flickering. Yeah. Uh, the ha- everything about the hatch is rattling. Yeah. And things start yeah. physically falling apart. Desmond mm-hmm. starts typing the numbers in, but all the shows on the screen is system failure repeated over and over again. All of the the numbers of, of the hieroglyphics are hieroglyphic. Yeah. So okay. the, all the 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 counter, I mean, yeah, is all hieroglyphics, mm-hmm. and he's trying to enter the numbers, but it is not working. Yeah. In the main room, canned stuff starts flying off the shelves towards the magnet wall. Mm-hmm. Um, Des- Desmond presses execute, and things start to calm down, and the clock resets, and we hear the cans falling off the wall. Now that's like the mechanic, yeah, the he, magnetic he, field he is dissipated. He manages to get the computer to accept the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Back and, in and the And everything present. resets like yeah. normal, and then there's no more scary electromagnetism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in the present, Desmond searches the logs from the pearl, looking for that time he didn't press the button. Uh, and he asks um, how long... Yeah, he they, asks Locke how, when he got here. Like, how long they've been here, what day they came yeah. to. Yeah, Locke says, I don't know, 60, 65 days. Desmond asks him for a hard date, and Locke says September 22nd. We then look at the logs, and Des- and the day that Desmond didn't push the button was September was, 22nd. I, I want to make a comment, was 9-22-04, uh, so that's the date, mm-hmm. at 4 colon 16. Because you just got to get those numbers in yeah, there. Yeah, got to. Um, and, and it just says system failure, system failure, system failure. A bunch um, of times. In the logs that they yeah. have. And then Desmond looks at Locke and says... And says my quote of the week, which was, I think I crashed your plane. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> uh, it was the day yeah. that this happened. Yeah. Was right. the day they magneted the plane. Right. And, yeah. At the other end of the island, the others march the strike team to the end of a very long pier. They're yeah, put they're, on their knees on and the bags are removed from their heads. I, I, yeah, it's, it's a launching dock, which I guess is a pier. Good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Good point. Um, Kate mumbles Man, something. The Lost Island would be so much cooler if it was the island from the 2013 Tomb Raider reboot. Did, which didn't is also it. an island where people crash on it for decades and decades. Yeah. Centuries, really. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really? But what if, like, Lara Croft showed up and just kicked everyone's ass? <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> I'd be all right I'd watch that. that show. Um, wait, are they actually making a Tomb Raider show? The movie. Making a Tomb Raider oh, movie. Okay. 
So you it's coming can... out next month. I get that soon. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, it's got um, it's got McNulty from The Wire in it. Hey. He plays Lara's dad. That makes sense. The Elder Croft. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Kate, they're like they're gagged. They have cloth gags in their mouth, and Kate mumbles something. And Captain Beard um, is like, uh, "Sorry, couldn't understand you." But the lady who can't be named, who is also there, um, says, oh, okay. the, the, yeah, "The yeah, woman yeah, whose yeah, name yeah. is so yeah. appalling, he, yeah. she shall not. She who shall not be named." Yeah. Uh, he, Mystery or whatever. Clue. Miss, Miss Clue. Miss Clue. Yeah. The, well, no, yours is better and also worse. <laughs> Uh, I want to make it known that Michael doesn't have any kind of thing on him. He's just standing there looking ashamed. Okay. Uh, Miss Clue uh, interprets Kate saying that, like, she's saying... She says she, says she, she knows your the beard nose, is the, fake. The beard is fake, Tom. Um, and then... And then the guy is like, well, thanks for pointing that out, Kate. This thing <laughs> itches like hell. And he takes the beard off. And then he turns to uh, Miss Clue and says, and thanks for telling her my name, B." So uh-huh. now we know yeah. her name is yeah. presumably Beatrice. So um, we get she. So she's not. She doesn't have a stupid ass fucking name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, as they all glower at each other, at the a boat, the little boat from before, pulls up to the pier. Uh, Who gets off the boat? Somebody. Somebody's in the boat. Yeah. Um, and he gets and off, gets and off. wouldn't you know it? It's the other formerly known as Henry Gale. Oh shit! It's Henry Gale. He, okay. He walks up to the captives. <laughs> Yeah, and says, no, well, like, he does that second. He walks straight up to Jack, and says, they glare at each other for a minute. And then Henry says, very politely, hello again. Yeah. He turns to Captain Other and asks him, like, he says, <laughs> His name is Tom now. We Where's know. your beard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he does say it in exactly yeah. that way. Uh, Tom tells him, like, I think they know. Yeah. Um, Henry then turns to Michael and says, let's take care of business. Shall we? Cut to the hatch. Um, I already hear that there, like, there's a there's a sense here of of this guy maybe mattering. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, Charlie wakes up from being exploded. He is. <laughs> he can barely hear and is covered in blood. We hear the scene through his like be- messed up ears. Yeah, it's, it's very just, muffled. He's a super not okay, but um, then you you, you got yeah. me with the laughing. He. Looks Bloody around. Alive. Yeah, he looks around and finds Echo unconscious and buried under a bunch of like light rubble. Mm-hmm. He starts to clear the stuff off of him yeah, and tries to rouse him. He's uh, pretty injured. And then we hear through Charlie's ears the alarm starts to sound. Yeah, the the button starts to beat. Mm-hmm. In the computer room, Desmond tells Locke that they do need to push the button. He starts freaking out. Locke thinks that's ridiculous. Uh, he explains to lock what happened the day that their plane crashed. Yeah, that's when he didn't push the button and things flipped out down here and then your plane crashed. Yeah, and he's freaking out and telling Locke to push the button. Yeah, and then Desmond said, well, if you're not going to push the button, I will. Well, well, Locke first refuses. Yeah, he keeps like, refusing. It's not real. It's not real. This is bullshit. Yeah. Um, I'm with Desmond on this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, you know, in hindsight... Yeah. Or with Desmond. Or or with Desmond. Uh, Desmond Um, seems to have some concept of what's going the fuck on. Uh, Desmond says that if Locke won't push the button, he will. And then Locke tells him that he won't. And then picks the computer up and smashes it on the ground. He destroys the computer. Desmond, freaked out, says, you've killed us all. And Locke says, no, I've saved us all. And the button continues to count down. Mm -hmm. Desmond then unhotwires the blast doors and runs out to the main room. He Uh, passes Charlie. He passes Charlie. 
who's um, still trying to revive Echo. And who's who's asking for help. Yeah, Desmond is frantically looking on the bookshelf for something, and Charlie's like, are you going to help me? And Desmond says, I'm trying to. Uh-huh. Um, he pulls out his copy of Our Mutual Friend, his, like, special book. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then we get another flashback. we get a flashback. Uh, uh, it's Desmond, there's something inside it. It's Desmond drinking and looking at a gun. Yeah, he's in, in closely inspecting a, pi- a pistol. In this flashback. Um, he removes... He keeps the gun inside the book. No, he's just, it's, he's, the gun is there. I'm just trying to guess now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he is holding his book. He, it's been sealed yeah. shut with rubber bands to keep it secure, I guess. Uh-huh. And, and I think and in he, plastic. Yeah, in plastic and in rubber bands. And he takes mm-hmm. off the rubber bands and cracks the cover open, preparing to read it. And then something falls out of the cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, he picks up the thing that, that fell, and it's... A letter from Penny. Uh, it's extremely emotional and upsetting. Um, it's basically a lot about how she knows that this is a really, that, that if he's reading this, he's in a really dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you have more of it, yeah. but, uh, I, I also, I have, I have the end of it, which I do want to, which I want to get to, but if you have more than sure, just yeah. the very end. Uh, she says he's writing him from, while he's in prison and she's putting it in a place that he'll find it in a moment of great desperation. She knows he's in a bad place and is reluctant to seek help from others, but she asks him not to give up. Um, and then she, she says, because all you really need to survive is one person, or rather, all we really need to survive is one person who truly loves us, and you have her. I will wait for you always. And then I wrote, I'm not crying, I'm drowning in this ocean <laughs> of tears that just showed up. <laughs> and that, that is like the quote of my life now. It's very emotional for me. Mm. Uh, it is also emotional for Desmond. He, he loses it. He, he cries also yeah. for a thousand years. Uh-huh. And then he starts pulling all the books <laughs> off the shelves. <laughs> he then starts smashing yeah. stuff. And then he pulls all the records off the shelves. Um, and then he hears some weird banging sound. He hears, like, pounding. Uh-huh. Yeah. He pounding. follows it over to the shaft that leads up to the hatch door. Yeah, it's locked and, slamming Yeah. Over. He can hear someone talking up there but can't quite make it out. He turns on the light to investigate. And it's... It's the greatest moment of time. And we see it yeah. from Locke's perspective, yeah. and the light turns on. Yeah. And it's as meaningful to Desmond as it is to Locke in that moment. Back in the present, Desmond opens the book and retrieves the key that he took from Kelvin. The destruction key. Yeah. He rushes back into the computer room and pushes uh, some equipment aside, revealing the access hatch. And he tells uh, Locke that this, this whole thing this, like, fate and this faith thing, it's all real. Um, that he heard um, and Locke that, bang on the door that time when he was, like, at his lowest, mm-hmm. and that yeah, saved his life, like, yeah. so that he, in turn, could save could Locke's. Save Locke's. Um, Locke tells him none of this is real, nothing's going to happen, they're going to be fine. Um, as Desmond goes below the floor, he says that um, he has to go, and Locke has to get a, as far away from here as possible. He's sorry for whatever made Locke stop believing, but all this is real. Yeah. And he's going to make it go away. And um, he, he's going to save everyone. Uh, and then he see you, see you in another life, brothers, away. Yeah. Desmond's catchphrase. <laughs> right. um, and Locke, is, this is starting to get to him. Yeah, Locke's a little freaked out now. Yeah. Um, he looks up the clock, which is showing it's like red and black hieroglyphics. It's the system and failure. And we hear the like magnets start acting up. Yeah, it's, it's and it's sort of starting to pull cutlery from the kitchen, uh-huh. and it's um, flying over to the thing. Um, it's become very dangerous for Charlie, who's now Charlie and a new, recently conscious Echo, because yeah. so Echo all kinds of stuff is like, yeah, flying around over now. By the wall, yeah. 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 
Um, Echo gets up, and instead of leaving the hatch, he goes into the computer room where he finds a very bewildered Locke. Uh, the clock, the countdown clock, crumples under the force of the magnetic field. Yeah. Um, Locke uh, looks at Echo, and... I don't have this for a little while. Wait. Yeah. Um, so, basically, I just have a lot of the things. Um, uh, Desmond climbs into the key place, and and Charlie is at least trying to escape yeah. here. Uh, Echo is kind of just standing. Um and he 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 stop, Echo stops letting Charlie help him escape and kind of just throws Charlie mm-hmm. off to the side and and he he goes back for Locke, um, and uh, I see Echo. Uh, I wrote in 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 a loving in a loving embrace goes back for John with his arms open, which is not entirely unreal. I from what interpreted happens. that differently as him going to like push the numbers in. Oh, see, which is I, like his quest now. I. To me, well, but I'm not like shipping like, them as hard as you are. But also, to me, it's like that's clearly over. You can see that this this fucking place is falling apart, and you have to get out. He threw Charlie out. Mm. He's just going back for Locke because he's not going to leave him there. And that's mm. a very Echo thing to do: mm. is to not leave anybody behind, especially his lover. Yeah, uh, Locke and Echo it, it, like share a meaningful look, mm-hmm. and Locke like painfully says, "I was wrong." Yeah. Um, uh, Below, as Desmond prepares to turn the key in the failsafe... He opens the, the failsafe switch thing. And puts his key in it. And he remembers, like we see a flashback to the exchange that he and Penny had at the stadium. Yeah. Uh, he says out loud, I love you, Penny, and he turns the key. Uh, the screen goes white. Completely white as he turns the key. Like the t- TV screen? Yeah, the TV, the TV. screen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the island, the others are still holding the strike team at gunpoint. They start to hear a really loud noise, and they all cover their ears, and there's and the, suddenly the, a blindingly bright light. Yeah, like the sky yeah. turns just a surge of light, yeah. ultraviolet, bright okay. white light. We uh, see it's, it's hurting, and it sort of blinds everyone a little bit. Yeah, um, we see Saeed and Jin and Sun on the boat, and they're experiencing the same thing mm-hmm. as are the survivors still on their like home beach. Yeah. Um, um, after. Then, after a couple of very freaked out moments, uh, suddenly it all goes away. It just stops. Yeah. Uh, People ev- look around very confused. Everyone is very confused. Except Henry, who looks almost as though he might know what's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he seems surprised, but he not seems confused. surprised, but not confused. Yeah. Um, the people on our beach uh, uh, are like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, and, and then Bernard sees something falling from the, from sky, the sky and pushes Claire away from it. Uh, it slams into the sand. It is the hatch door. That says quarantine. Yeah. Okay. That shit is blown up. Yeah. Uh, later, we see the survivors putting their beach encampment back together because everything got, like, shaken up and knocked around by uh-huh. whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie emerges from the brush. And he's complaining about his ears. Yeah. Uh, Bernard asks him if he's okay. He says he's not sure about his ears, but he's fine beyond that. Uh, Bernard asks him about Locke and Echo, and Charlie is surprised to learn that they aren't back yet. He and Claire make eye contact, and Claire, uh, Charlie looks relieved. And Claire looks happy to see him. Yeah. They smile at each other. At the other's pier, uh, Henry says that he doesn't like the deal that was... He's talking just yeah, to Michael yeah, now. He, he walks mm-hmm. up to Michael, yeah. and he, he says he's not happy with the arrangement that was struck uh-huh. with him. But he lived up to his word when he and, freed and yeah, Michael. And he also mentioned that Walt is hard to handle. Yeah. Um... So maybe this is for what's like what's mm-hmm. 
best. Like, you, right. you freed me. Yeah, he yeah. lived up to his word, and now they're going to live up to theirs. Yeah. Uh, he asks Michael if he knows how to pilot a boat, and Michael says that he does. Henry tells him to follow a heading of... To, like, to, get, to, to take this boat yeah. that he brought up to the pier. And oh. follow a heading of exactly 325, and if he does that... He will find rescue. Yeah, he and his son will be rescued. Michael uh, is, like, is very underwhelmed by this. And kind of like, incredulous. We just follow a certain bearing, and then we're home free. And Henry's like, yeah. yeah. So, hang on. Desmond knows that the island is, like, this big seat of electromagnetic whatever. Well, And his suspect. plan for getting away from it was to follow a compass? Huh? Like, he said he went due east. West. West. Either way. Yeah, yes, you're right. His plan to get away from it was to follow a compass. He didn't know if it was, you know, the realest of the real. Plus, he got people to push the button for him. I guess that's true. Still. (laughs) To discharge Um. it. Um, Michael is sort of shocked and asks, how do you know I won't tell people where I was? Yeah, and uh, Henry says... uh, It doesn't matter. Yeah. That uh, once Michael leaves here, he will never be able to come back. Yeah, he'll never be able to come back. And also, he doesn't think that he will tell anyone, because if people do find out about the island, then they'll also find about find out about what Michael did to get Walt back. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty yeah, despicable. Yeah, just a few murders between friends. <laughs> um, Michael asks what will happen to the rest of the strike team, and Henry says that, like, it was they'll, our deal, we're not going to hurt them. Yeah, like, we'll, yeah. They'll, they'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Michael says, like, who, who are you people? And Henry smiles and, like, with extreme pride, he says, We're the good guys, Michael. Uh, Michael looks weird and horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Henry turns the boat over to Michael and uh, goes and to, like, him, walk away. And, and tells him that Walt's inside of the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Michael jumps on the boat. It's like, What the fuck? I'm just supposed to believe yeah. that? But then, like, we see Walt. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's up, Dad? Uh, they have a, a tearful reunion. Into the boat, they have yeah. a very tearful reunion, and uh, he's got him back, and they're going home. Yes. Back at the pier, uh, Lady Bad Name frees Hurley from his restraints. She tells him that he can go back. His uh, job Henry is to. Him. Oh. Yeah. Really? Oh, right. So. Um, Hurley is told that his job is to tell the rest of the group that they can never come here. Hurley asks about his friends. And Henry tells him that they'll be going home with, like, they're coming home with us. Yeah. We're, you know, uh, at, at this point, Hurley looks over at Jack to be like, y'all cool with this? Yeah. And, and, and Jack kind of nods. nods. And Hurley goes. Reluctantly starts walking away. And as he does so, everyone looks over at Michael and Walt as they drive away in the boat. Yeah. And they, they do, in fact, drive away in the yeah. boat. Yeah. Uh, the others bring Jack, Kate, and Sawyer to their feet. Uh, Jack and Michael glare at each other yeah. as Michael drives away in the boat. And uh, bags are placed over all their heads. I want to say that uh, before, like, when they're raising the three of them, before they rebag them, uh, the three, this is Jack, Kate, and Sawyer, the three of them look at each other like, we will murder these yeah. fuckers together no matter what. Yeah, they they yeah. kind of nod at each other. They're very determined. Um, that night, we see... Claire and Charlie by a fire. Claire asks him what happened in the hatch, and Charlie asks... Um, like, what? Like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Charlie asks, like, do you want to know about the big explosion or the flying cutlery? And then Claire asks him a, a specific questions about the strange light and sound that they all saw, and, and Charlie plays it off like he doesn't know what she's talking about. Or maybe genuinely yeah, or, or maybe he doesn't. Does. But in either case, Claire laughs and inspects all of Charlie's little injuries. 
I wrote that Charlie still has blood arm. Yeah. Uh, she makes a little... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure why I referred to it. It's a lyric that. from Come Together. Um, <laughs> she makes, like, little sympathetic noises and then kisses him. Uh, she and Charlie both smile. Okay. Sure. Smash so, cut... Oh, go ahead. She... she f- she for, forgives him, yeah. and, and the scene starts to fade out. And then we get... Cut to... Smash cut! Uh-huh. The Freezing ar- tundra. The Arctic. Okay. Um, as the wind howls and he- heavy snow falls, the pa- camera pulls inside some kind of Arctic outpost. Arctic station. In, like, the yeah. real fucking world. Two men speaking mm. Portuguese play chess. Oh, is it Portuguese? Yes, yeah, Portuguese. Oh, I was not sure what language. It's I Portuguese. Thought it was I'm really prepping like myself Spanish. for whatever bullshit comes out. Uh, one of them engages in some chess trash talk. Um, <laughs> as the other considers his move, he notices a blinking light across the room. Their computer screen reads, Electromagnetic anomaly detected. Whoa, shit. One and of the men says... They, they leap yeah, into action. One of the men says, How long has it been saying that? This, this is it, isn't it? We've missed it again. And the other guy also gets up and says, we haven't Maybe missed not. it. We haven't missed yeah. it. It's, it's still here. It's not a false alarm They're very frantic. Time. He's like, make the call. Like, you gotta call her. Yeah. The guy picks up the phone. We then see a bedroom at night. Uh, a bedside phone rings and a woman picks it up. We also see on the bedside table is the photo of Desmond and Penny. Okay. Uh, um, her ho- The household phone rings. and We cut back to the Portuguese guy. Um... The guy speaking Portuguese. He could yeah, very easily but, but be Brazilian. Uh, he's now speaking English into the phone. He says, hello, Miss Whitmore. It's us. I think we found it. Uh, the camera pans from the bedside phone to show Penny Whitmore, who is astonished. Lost. lost. <laughs> and I wrote, God damn it, Lost, why do you do this to me? I care so much. I care so deeply. This show's so good, and you should all watch it, and season three is good, and... Penny and Desmond are good, and everything's good, but Susanna's making a very unhappy <sighs> face. <laughs> it's just, it's all so weird. Yeah, well, it's definitely, that's true. We, we never said it wasn't weird. We had, I'm pretty sure that all along we specified that it was weird. So a lot happens in this episode, and also we finished with some time. Um, so there are a couple things I want to do. I want to do, like... Um, just like a general this episode wrap up and season two wrap up uh, and then I also want to ask Susanna what she thinks this lost is about um, but t- let's take a minute like like I said if you only watch one episode this season skip season two and just watch the finale because yeah. a bunch of shit happens that's like weirdly feasible and, and a bunch of shit pays out like pays off and this, like in this double because episode. so many characters experience stuff without other characters, everything of consequence gets explained to somebody at some point. Yeah, uh, so a lot you, of exposition. You could do that, and it's like these two episodes combined. So this one long episode is, I think, an example of a good episode of Lost. This is extremely lost. It, this it's, stuff. it's certainly yeah. a very lost episode. Um, I don't. Know, I think there are definitely better episodes that we yes, get later on. Absolutely. Um, but this is this is a pretty good one, uh, in terms of just like shit, <laughs> shit. Uh, so a lot of things about the situation have changed in this episode. Um, Michael's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
The others have Jack, Kate, and Sawyer captured. Uh, Hurley is fine. Uh, the hatch is gone. Yeah. It's been fucking blown up, and we're not quite sure where... Has it? We don't know. No. I think it's pretty... It's supposed to be pretty clear from the quarantine sign coming down. Yeah, something something cataclysmic happened. has happened in the hatch. Yeah. That's fair. Um, and Echo and, and Locke are somewhere, but we're not quite sure where. Mm-hmm. And we also have this weird shit at the end where you think suddenly you're watching a completely different television show. Because nothing, at least for me, like, I think the first time I saw it, I was like, what? Like, this is, this is wrong. Why, why are we in the Arctic? Like, did something get messed up with this download? Are we in the Arctic or the Antarctic? It is unclear. It's not, it's not specified. It could very easily be a, a high mountain somewhere. It's just somewhere cold. It's, okay. it's, it's Arctic looking. It's it is frozen. a tundra. It's yes. a frozen tundra. Um, and they're like these guys playing chess. It, it's a completely different yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's which, one of the first direct and real-time connections the island has to the outside world. Yeah. And right. which which Is that sort of a flashback. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a flashback, it's just real and present. And it shows you that like the island in theory exists in Mm-hmm. The current world. And it is a known thing. And is a known thing at least to somebody because yeah. they made a note and to say that Penny Whitmore, who has a lot of money and determination, can find anyone. Uh, and she is only interested in finding Desmond. <laughs> so that's also kind of a game changer, yeah. too. A lot of things in this season finale happen that uh, kind of switch things up a lot and also, like, it's just, they fuck, what can I say? They fucking get me. The show <laughs> captures me, and then I'm like, I just I just can't fucking wait to watch the next thing. Mm. And there are so many episodes when I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to do that. And when I watched season two, I was like, oh, I'm probably not going to watch season three because this season's been pretty dumb. And then this episode happened, and then I was like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I, ha- I have to watch what happens next because I, it could be literally anything. Yep. What you are describing is the uh, single most pressing reason I have never watched Lost is because whenever people, before I started doing this podcast, (laughs) said to me, oh, you should super watch Lost, it's really boring in the middle, but by the time it gets boring, you're addicted to it, so you watch the whole thing anyway. And that is my personal definition of hell. (laughs) I don't think that that's necessarily accurate because I don't think there's any one point where it just, like, gets boring. I think you can say that there are bad episodes. Um, and we you had... just said this whole season was basically dumb. It's, it it's not dumb, the but there were episodes episode. that I thought were really good. Like, there are... It, you could probably have me sit down and write a list of episodes that I think are worth watching from season two, and there would be more than five there. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess... 24. My, my issue with it is that if a show, like... Like, a, a show has to pay off if it is going to hook you on something. And Lost almost never pays anything off. It just opens up new questions. I think it paid And that's a... not narratively satisfying. I think it paid a fair amount off in this episode. Like, a lot. There were... We know what the hatch does. We know what the button does. We know what the hatch does. We know what the button does. We know that you can leave the island. Um, like, I guess. There's... We haven't shown that they actually get out. Um, 
we've seen that the others are real people and not like a weird tribe wandering through the jungle. Like, they're fucking just people. Uh, you know, I, I would argue that we don't actually know that much more about the others. We know they're not a weird tribe. Like, we don't actually know who they are, how they yeah, got there, that, why they're disguising that themselves. That will all be like, addressed. That will be addressed within the cold open yeah. of season I'm not, three. I'm not trying to convince you that Lost is worth it, um, but I think that it does a better job than most people make it seem. I think that the ending is... was... Uh, and I'm talking about the, the whole the ending whole of the show. I think the ending of the whole show was, in the moment, disappointing, but mm-hmm. in retrospect, was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and not an unreasonable attempt to wrap this up. And also not a reason to not watch the rest yeah. of the show. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. are like, oh, the, see, the last episode was so bad, just don't even watch the show. But I'm like, that's yeah. not reasonable. Yeah, and like, that's, like, you know, I have shows that I feel that way about. Like, Battlestar Galactica, I think the ending is really bad. I've heard, but the show's I've heard people, incredible, yeah, and great. it is worth it. That's yeah. what Even I've, if they don't pull off the ending. Like, that's what I've been told about Battlestar Galactica, also, which I have not seen. Yeah. It's great. So, I hear, except yeah. for the Star Trek the Voyager also has a really bad ending. Yeah, that's pretty Very rough. enjoyable. Yeah. Tom Paris? Come on. Tom Paris is not an enjoyable part of Star Trek Voyager. Fine. I could, it's the only name I could pull. <laughs> uh, do you have comments about the episode? Uh, I don't know if this is actually a first, but it is definitely the first time that I've noticed Susanna doing some in-universe speculation about why something might have happened. Yeah, no, thinking I, Thinking that, like, the, the huge magnetic field is what led Desmond astray. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that, that's true. You, to be perfectly honest, you seem to be more interested in this episode, possibly because more things happened in yeah. it than usual. I think because it's more things happened than usual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've been through another, you wanted to do this every 12 episodes. Oh, I forgot all about that. Well, I didn't, <laughs> so too bad. We're still doing it. Uh, so, Susanna, what is Lost about? Lost is a show that wants to meditate on the perceived dichotomy between believing in destiny and believing that life sort of happens without coincidence. Or with coincidence, I guess, that coincidences are meaningless mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and it wants to, the- uh, hilariously, it wants to examine that by trying to present its audience with the idea that it itself is merely a series of coincidences and is without meaning. Um, that's, like, I, I'm cool with your answer for this, but if someone came up to you mm-hmm. and asked you what loss was about, I don't think that's what you would say to them. Well, no, but you're <laughs> asking. But, but I also want to know what your response to that question would okay, be. Okay, well, then it would be, um, it's a show about a series of characters who are stranded on a desert island where a number of mysterious and seemingly unconnected weird events happen. Would you comment that they're not necessarily unre- related, unconnected? No, I'd probably comment that, like, the show, this, like, and continue from there and saying the show tries to meditate on the idea of destiny versus, like, free will, and in that way, like, the, the sort of weird events of the show form a metaphor and a structure for that. Like, the show tries to play with the audience's idea of whether there is a plan in all of this or not. Cool. Um, so, Phil, because I didn't ask at the first half of this episode, because it was only the first half. Do we have an email? We have an email. Hello! Jacob writes, uh, hi folks, I love the podcast. Yay, thanks, 
Uh, it's been a long time since I watched Lost, but I had a few things I remembered about it uh, that I was interested in getting your impressions on. I'm refreshing my memories of the series by reading old entries in my live journal. Hell um, yeah, man. First, my recollection was that Lost's steadfast refusal to have a theme song seemed really cool and unusual at the time. Just a few <laughs> seconds of an image in the word Lost over some creepy chords and noises. It really gave the impression that the writers just wanted to get whatever the hell was go- whatever the hell weird thing was going on that week. I think that's, a, that's an interesting point. I think it's because the station wanted more time to sell commercials too. I believe that's why shows don't have theme songs anymore. Do because shows not have theme songs yeah, anymore? no shows have a long intro anymore. Only on Netflix. But they don't. But they haven't. But this was two thousand four. Hmm. Yeah, they this this it. I think is when that started. I think, but I think all the shows I'm watching right now have theme songs. What are they? Steven Universe's theme song. Uh, Star Trek Discovery has a theme song. That's, that's on a weird. That's on a weird streaming thing. Yeah, but they do sell ads on it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you look so confused. I hate paying for things that show me ads. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brooklyn Nine Nine has a theme song. Does it? Yeah. I How mean, long is it? It's like theme song length. Really? Yeah. I watched that show. Why don't Super I know that? Supergirl has a theme song. Thirty Rock had a theme song, and that came a lot later. Came out a lot later. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Second, the thing I remembered was bugging me the most after season two was characters deciding to keep secrets from each other for no good reason. My recollection, my recollection is that this also very bad particular that. dumb plot device was eased up on in season three, though I think the writers found other dumb things for people to do for plot reasons. <laughs> I assure you yeah. they do. Uh, third, I remember liking Kate a lot in season one as a character who was, one, competent, two, kick-ass, and three, would actually do stuff for rational reasons instead of because some dumb macho BS. Uh, I remember her character being uh, weakened a lot as the show went on, and this making me angry. Fourth, Phil is right, and Arst is the greatest character of all fiction. All praise Arst. <laughs> That's um, the only reason you wanted to read It's it. literally the email that we received. <laughs> um, thanks again for the great podcast. It's almost enough to make me want to watch Lost again, but not quite. <laughs> That's very reasonable. So long, that, that is a, an option that is available to you as a listener of this podcast. But also, yes. like, if you're listening... You could watch Lost. You could also not watch Lost. <laughs> also, like, just just watch the episodes that are good. You can rewatch those. It'll make or you happy. There's plenty of good or you stuff know what? No. out there in the world. Um, I we, we appreciate your email. Uh, I know personally that Phil's very happy that you referred to Ars as America's favorite character. He is certainly Phil's favorite character. It's true. He's very He's bitter. Super dead though. He's yeah. Very angry. <laughs> very relatable. <laughs> All right, um, so that that wraps up season two. Two for, in the can for us. Um, hell yeah, got are we, are season we halfway? Two. Not quite. We're no. close. Mm. We're we're close to the halfway point. Yeah. Um, because seasons four and five are, are very, very short. short. Mm. Um, I'm really excited about season three. Season three is good. Season three is a good season of Lost. It is. Many of the like con- like iconic moments of Lost are in season three. Also, I think the single worst episode oh inarguably the, uh, of all of lost yeah and possibly the very best <laughs> it's it's made why are you saying it's both the worst and the best no two episodes oh yeah season three the best the of best. episodes and yeah. the worst of episodes <laughs> all in season three um charles dickens I'm... thank you <laughs> should read that before you die mm, but only just Anyway, um, I'm so excited about this. Uh, thanks for, for listening to us for the first two seasons of the show. Uh, we're excited to have you stick with us for season three. 
I hope that you do. I also hope that you tell some people about the show so that they can jump in at season three, because, you know, why not? It's a, it's a whole new game here. We got a whole new bunch of stuff happening. A bunch of new bullshit. So tell your friends, tell your, tell your family, tell strangers. They probably won't listen to you. <laughs> tell somebody who owns a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Ask them what a skiff is. <laughs> and then write in to us. And then email us and let us know. Yeah. Our email address, once again, is... WatchLostOrDon't at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, so send us email there. And and shout out to friend of the podcast, Kelvin Ortega, who, who had gave a, it a name. Who, who named our podcast and now there was a guy and now named his name is him. in the podcast. His name's in the podcast as a character who died. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that's, yeah. That's almost lost bullshit in I know, and of itself. I know, right? <laughs> I kind of love that. I had forgotten that guy's name was Kelvin. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, in the meantime, this has been Lost in Translation. I'm Rachel Raycott. I'm Susanna Polo. I'm Phil Davis. Get lost. <laughs>